Hello again. This is Steve Kaufman, uh, the linguist on language. Um, yeah, you'll find my blog at thelinguist.blogs.com. I put up a post today, and uh, for those of you who use this uh, podcast and blog for your language learning, I'm going to read the post that I uh, put up today. It's called In Praise of Passive Learning. In Praise of Passive Learning. Man is most nearly himself when he achieves the seriousness of a child at play. Heraclitus. Language skills are unlike most of the skills we acquire in life. This is for two reasons. First, because language is so important to everything we do. And second, because we learn language largely passively. This is true for our first language and it is also true for any other language we learn. Unless we have a physical disability, we all learn to talk. Some of us start talking earlier than others, but all children learn to speak their first language. We do this without any drills or explanations and largely without correction. We do not need a textbook to learn to speak. We just imitate what we hear, noticing words and phrases and patterns. In fact, we learn as we listen passively and then start talking when we feel like it. Some children, like Einstein, do not start talking until quite late, but they are learning all the time they are listening. How well we learn to use the language will depend on our exposure to the language, not when we start talking. If we hear people talking about a wide variety of subjects as children, we naturally and passively pick up the words and phrases they use. If we pick up a lot of words, we will have an advantage when we start school. If we read a lot in school, driven by what interests us, we will acquire a larger and larger vocabulary and achieve a high level of literacy. This will give us an advantage in our education and in our professional life. If we are exposed to a limited vocabulary as children growing up, and if we do not develop the habit of reading a lot, we will not learn so many words, and we will have fewer phrases and ways of expressing ourselves. We will do less well in school and professionally. In general, remedial reading or grammar instruction will not help the poor reader catch up. What will help is increased exposure to the language, reading and listening to more and more stimulating and challenging content. The earlier this starts, the better, but it is never too late. The same is true when we learn a second language. We mostly need to hear it and read it. We do not need to be taught how to speak. It is something we do naturally. We can even take advantage of our knowledge of a first language to learn words in the new language faster. We do not need to experience everything in life over again. When we notice words, phrases, and patterns in the new language, we at first relate them to our own language. Gradually, we get used to the strange patterns of the new language, and these patterns start to seem natural. They become natural not because they were explained to us, but because we have come across them so often in different interesting contexts. We do not need instruction in pronunciation any more than we need instruction to imitate regional accents in our own language. 
We just need to let ourselves go, observe, and imitate. Unfortunately, we are often more self-conscious when pronouncing a new language because we take ourselves too seriously. We often are more relaxed when we try to imitate different accents in our own language, which is only play-acting. This is not the case with the child who simply imitates without inhibition. I have learned ten languages. I always found passive learning enjoyable. I just listen, read, review, and observe. As long as I am exposed to the language, I am learning passively, and it does not matter when I start to use the language. I start using it when I feel like it. In fact, I study what I want on my own schedule. I do not need to start anywhere or finish anywhere. I can have several books or audiobooks going at the same time. I follow my inclinations. Sometimes I'm more motivated to review new words and phrases. Sometimes I'm more motivated to listen and read. I never know when I will learn a word or language pattern. My brain seems to just learn them on its own schedule, not on a schedule set out by a teacher or a textbook. Whenever I was asked to answer questions on my reading, questioned on my vocabulary, asked to fill in the blanks, or had to do tests, it disrupted my enjoyment of passive learning. It interrupted my learning. It annoyed me, and my learning energy would fizzle. Learning a language does require effort, but it is the effort of the learner pushing on a slightly open door, pursuing things of interest. It is the pleasant effort of passive learning. To paraphrase Heraclitus, it is the effort of the child at play. Now, I've just finished reading the post that I made at my blog. And, of course, this is a familiar theme for those of you who have been following my blog. I think we over-teach languages. There is too much intervention by the teacher there is too much of an attempt to impose a learning schedule, to impose reading strategies, to, Im to insist on the learner performing and answering questions, doing tests, establishing levels, measuring level when they start and when they finish, uh, insisting on a certain level of grammar performance, all of these things. I think are counterproductive and and the proof that they're counterproductive is that the vast majority of language instruction in our schools which is based on this model is unsuccessful. Canada is a particularly bad example and I, I mentioned in an earlier post of a situation in New Brunswick where a report and in New Brunswick which is a bilingual province in Canada with one-third of the population French-speaking and where they taught French every day for 30 minutes, every day from grade one, after 12 years of instruction, 0.68% of the students achieved what was termed an intermediate level of oral proficiency, whatever that is. So therefore, at, at least in New Brunswick, all of that money that's spent on teaching the language is wasted. 0.68%. That percentage of people would learn on their own. Probably a higher percentage would learn on their own if they, didn't, if they weren't discouraged from learning French uh, in the school system. But I hear the same from people from other countries. So, um, you know, 
anyone who listens to this regularly knows that the philosophy we have put into link in our link system lingq.com is based on this idea challenge yourself with interesting content that you have selected uh, increase your vocabulary expose yourself learn to observe the language better develop the habits of of listening and reading and growing your vocabulary but do it on your own schedule and do it because you want to do it at any time we try to impose something on people like again I have made reference here to the Canadian Commissioner for Languages who goes around saying that all graduates from universities in Canada should know how to speak French or we should have a new national test and all kinds of structures that are just going to give jobs to more people in the teaching and testing fields but are, it's not going to improve the learning outcomes of people who are learning languages uh, and, and I know examples in the Canadian civil service public service where uh, people get a bonus for speaking French or at least having a certain ability to, to uh, speak French but what do they test? They test them on the subjunctive or the conditional uh, you know relatively unimportant aspects of grammar I am quite convinced that there are people who will pass the test and get the subjunctive right who never communicate in French and there are other people who will regularly get the subjunctive wrong but who do uh, communicate. Now obviously if a person is motivated to speak more correctly then they have to observe the patterns, they have to observe the, the subjunctive for example they don't need five different examples and exceptions, they just have to observe the patterns of the language and if they are exposed to enough of the language they will observe these patterns uh, not just by talking but through listening and reading and observing so again uh, you know uh, I often hear this all I have to do to get better in the language is to speak yeah speaking is fine it's good to speak. You identify problem areas. It's, it's, you're also training yourself to retrieve the words you need to make them active. But the passive learning, the listening and reading, is huge when it comes to language learning. And that was, that's what makes language learning quite different from many other skills. Many other skills, you actually have to do them. But in the case of language, you are building up your capability passively by listening and reading and accumulating words. And so that's our philosophy at Link, and, and so I just thought I would put up a piece uh, to that effect here at the blog, and I hope this was of interest to you. Thank you. Bye-bye.